0: Psalm 93 The Lord reigns, he is robed in majesty. The Lord is robed in majesty, and is armed with strength. The world is firmly established, it cannot be moved. Your throne was established long ago, you are from all eternity. The seas have lifted up, O Lord, the seas have lifted up their voice. The seas have lifted up their pounding waves. Mightier than the thunder of the great waters, mightier than the breakers of the sea, the Lord on high is mighty. Your statues stand firm. Holiness adorns your house for endless days, O Lord. What makes a good king, do you think? Whose kingdom or what type of kingdom would you like to be reigned over? We live at a time with our uh, rejection of so much of authority in the world that it's a really good and interesting question. Because you see, there are many people who have sought to build their own kingdoms. Funny enough, I remember when I was growing up that there was someone called a boxer called Muhammad Ali who sought to say, he was famous to say, I am the greatest of all time. number of years ago uh, as part of Donald Trump's uh, election campaign, one of the things he's talked about was making America great again. If we look through history we see again and again cultures, countries looking and fighting to come out on top to be the supreme power, whether it's Russia, America, China, there's a kind of pecking order of who has control, who is reigning. When we look at the great civilizations over history, and there have been some wonderful TV programs about that, Greeks, Romans, Persians, Egyptians, in the current world we live with a kind of enlightenment kind of kingdom. Each of us had ways, each of those cultures had ways of governing, of ruling, of reigning, but all eventually failing, having no eternal significance. Let's pray as we seek to think about God's kingdom this morning. Search us Lord, we pray. Would you dethrone any foreign kings, foreign gods in our lives? And we pray in our culture too. May your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth, in Walcott as it is in heaven. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. The Psalms are a magnificent part of Scripture, a fabulous ancient hymn book for God's people. They capture our hearts and our imaginations as they're recited, they're sung and they're prayed generation after generation. And as we do that, they shape our relationship with and to God. There are so many different types of psalms, as many of you will know, but they help us relate to God and make understanding of our existence through all sorts of circumstances. Joy, sorrow, thanks, praise, cries, lament, adoration, confession, celebrations, petitions, history, wisdom, instruction. There's an amazing richness to the psalms. Psalm 93 is part of a group of psalms that celebrate God's kingship and God's reign. God's kingship and the reign over all the earth, over and above other gods, over the hearts of people and also that he is the king of king and godly character. It would been traditional to celebrate and to sing this psalm as, as, as celebrating God's care as the righteous king for his people and over his people as they experience his good rule and good reign in their lives and God is pictured as being uh, on his eternal throne in heaven this would have been paired with psalm and is paired with psalm 94 too in which we celebrate that God here is king over all the earth so let's briefly look at the psalm the picture we find in psalm 93 confirms that God regally robed with clothing of royalty majestic powerful mighty has always reigned over the world the king is effortless in his sovereignty over the real world and his people in response to that acclaim his kingship recognize his kingship and celebrate his kingship and their experience of his kingship over their lives in the real world and they celebrate it from the glorious in picturing the glorious reign of the king his throne in heaven it's a beautiful captivating picture but i wonder whether we believe that this morning do we really Believe that. Because if we do, if we do believe that and we say yes to that, then one of the consequences of that is that we can live in this world in safety. We can live safely because ultimately God reigns God, creator, loving father, sustainer, messiah, king, deliverer, Jesus, the spirit is a renewer of all things reigns. While he reigns, the earth will and does remain stable, in spite of all the turbulence, in spite of all the difficulties, all the wars, all the dangers that we know very really are very real in our world. All the brokenness, all the sin, God still reigns. God is still on the throne. God's people, therefore, even amongst that turbulence, even amongst that difficulty, are ultimately safe. So to what extent do you really believe that this morning? That you are ultimately safe with God because God is your King and your Saviour. Psalm 93 speaks of God's might and power over the seas. At the time, the sea was feared as a source of all uncontrollable chaos in the world, the habitat of monsters, a picture of all the forces of destruction and hostility in our created order. But the Psalms celebrate that God's rule and God's reign is absolute over all such forces. God is mightier than the sea. Psalm 93 also speaks of a God who is able to accomplish everything he desires and he wills in the world. Where do we see this? Well, an easy example to give is there's obviously lots of places through Scripture and over history. But supremely we see Jesus stilling the storm in Mark 4. It's a sign that God is sovereign over all the powers of chaos all the forces of evil and ultimately through Jesus birth life death resurrection and ascension that the ultimate forces of sin of death and of evil have been conquered evil has been overcome death has not won because death has been put to death on the cross in and through Jesus once and for all psalm 93 also speaks of God's house as eternally holy. God, in his house, speaking his unchanging word brings about holiness in his people. You know, this morning I hope that brings comfort and strength to you, not that it intimidates you, although there's an element of God's holiness that should and will intimidate us. But God longs for holiness amongst his people. How can we, in such fallen, broken people, stand before a holy God? Why? How? Because of Jesus. In and through Jesus, we're able to stand in the holy, beautiful presence of a holy God. And we really do need God's holiness in such a broken world that we live in. So why is this psalm so important? Let's just think about a few practical things as we finish. Do you know every generation, and every generation after generation, face threats to our existence. The threats are very real and around us all the time. We know that instinctively, disease is about us. COVID has been about us for 18 months, but alongside that people are consistently dying of cancer and many other diseases. There are massive threats to environment that are real. There's injustice. We don't need to look far to see the injustices that are perpetrated all around us. We've become utterly self-absorbed at times. We're consumed with greed. There are brutal wars in all sorts of parts of the world become very entitled. We are consumed with our love of technology, not caring and thinking about the future we're leading to. We're a world consumed by looking alongside, by being voyeuristic. There's abuse about us. We see the disintegration of family. We see addiction. We find people struggling for purpose and we see a lack of love. All of those things are very real and present dangers. You may not think about them, you may try and ignore them, but they're very real and active in our world. And it's very easy for us to get consumed by the spirits of our age. Every generation faces that. We know these threats are real because we see the scars and the damage to those that we live in, alongside as well as those in our own lives. And those scars and those hurts and those damages tell their own story. Do you know, if we go unthinkingly through life, the world will disciple us with its values and its attitudes and its beliefs and its habits. It's why worship, our worship, and Psalm 93 really matters. See, this morning, if we agree with the psalm, and choose to rejoice in the reign of God our King affirming the truth of who God is and what he's able to do and what he has done then we are placing our lives in his story not our own we're opening up our lives our hearts and our mind to renewed by the living God bring our lives under his godly rule and godly reign opening our lives for transformation. The late um, and famous Eugene Peterson uh, captured this in saying this, worship is the thing that stopped us being obsessed with ourselves and enables us to attend to the presence of God. Is that your story this morning? Our worship constantly changes our perspective on who God is and how God sees us in our place in the world. It's what God continually does in my life as I come into a place of worship. For the better, for the good, God renews me and changes me because actually I get stuck by the stuff of the world. God liberates us from the many things that hold and bind us as we stop living a life that serves ourselves or serves others entirely but live to serve God and others he calls us to. We're called to be ambassadors of Christ, shining brightly in the world, hopeful, full of the Spirit, the fruit of the Spirit, laden like a table for our friends, our families, our neighbours, and our work colleagues to enjoy. And all of us are called to play our part, to participate in the glorious, redempting work of Christ in the world to see his kingdom come his will done on earth as it is in heaven so this morning my challenge to you is this will you rejoice in God's reign this morning even if it hurts you this morning will you make a step even when you may be struggling to believe it or thinking Will we, as a church, in spite of all the chaos of the sea, continue to affirm the truth of who God is and to celebrate his reign over all the earth? And maybe will you take to the foot of the cross any things that you know aren't surrendered to the reign of a king? And take it to come under his rule and reign if there's anything in your life that you need to this morning. Let's pray. King Jesus, we celebrate your splendour, your majesty, your power and your might this morning, for you are glorious. Thank you for your beautiful kingdom. Thank you for your good rule and reign in our lives. Come, Holy Spirit, we pray. Move amongst us with your power and your love. Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Amen.